0: Welcome to the podcast, The Life Makeover Show, a weekly series of convos with everyday women who experience massive shifts in their lives when they park their egos, guilt, and opinion of others. Please join us, Tina Jesso and Susan Hum, co-founders of Love and Sync Dating and Life Makeover Collective, to hear the powerful, moving stories of these strong women who decided to get off the exhausting hamster wheel of their lives and to be guided we will have open, unpolished conversations about how they got the clarity they needed to deal with things like toxic relationships, getting unstuck from unhealthy jobs, developing healthy relationships with their kids and taking charge of their finances. So let's get started with some inspiring stories everyone welcome to the first episode of the life makeover show and today i am with the co-founder of the life makeover show which is susan hum how are you susan
1: hello everybody hi tina how's it going good good
0: so susan let's just start off right away with giving a little bit of information and background as to who we are and uh, if that's okay with you i'd love to talk about you
1: yeah go ahead
0: so, Susan, you were born and raised here in Montreal, and um, you had a very interesting first you know, half of your life. You were living it to the fullest, and with the experiences that you were going through, you were seeing that you know, there were things that you knew that you had to understand. So in order to do that, because you're an all-in type of person, is that you decided to just up and move to a whole new continent, Right, And that became part of a spiritual, a little bit of a spiritual quest for you, where you were seeking answers not only for yourself, but just kind of trying to find your place in the world and and the reasons behind why things were working and why things weren't working. So because you had that intention and you were going through such a change and a challenge for you in this new continent, I mean, you went to Asia and you went to Hong Kong and lived for a while in Singapore as well. And you put yourself in situations where even though you are Chinese of birth, you didn't even speak the language, right? So you were in all kinds of situations to challenge yourself. And uh, it was really amazing because through those challenges, you were learning so much more about yourself and everybody around you. So one thing that is, I think, a common thread with you is understanding the path of love. And it's because of love, really, or love not working out, or a good part of it of why you moved to Asia to begin with. And... Your trajectory and your level of success that you had when you were in Asia, because you moved up, in spite of the fact that you didn't speak Chinese right away, you learned it, uh, you gave yourself challenges, and as a result, you became quite successful over the years, and uh, you were living a great life, right? It was, you were traveling all over the world, you had a very luxurious lifestyle, and then love love happened again but it wasn't love in that part of the world it was a love that was here back in canada back in montreal so what you decided to do which you know shows how you've lived your life so far up until that point you gave yourself another big challenge you took an amazing and huge risk and you risked everything that you had built up in asia for the sake of love and decided to let that beautiful lifestyle go and to come back to canada And why there was such a risk is because your love interest didn't know that you were doing it for him. He was in a circumstance that was far from ideal, but you were following some type of calling, gut instinct, whatever you want to call it, and you put everything on the line for that love. And you came back and it wasn't a bed of roses. You had a lot of things to work through and all of that learning, you were kind of putting you know on the shelf. You know what I mean? All of that, maybe you knew, maybe you didn't know, but all of that later on would come to serve you as a master coach. So you went into the financial services business and then became very successful at that. And uh, the things that you were learning along the way were all serving you. And at a certain point, You were coaching and mentoring people as you went and then you decided to make it a little more formal by following the Bob Proctor Consultancy Group and you became a very successful coach with them and uh, you moved in those circles and then branched out on your own into what's called a master coach and a master coach, and you're going to, you can better define it. And people, our listeners are going to see that over time, but you're, you've evolved into like a mentor of coaches, which is phenomenal. And I would say one of your biggest gifts, Susan, because I have had the privilege and the honor of calling you a friend for the last 14 years And there were times where now, when I look back, I realize I was being coached, even though we didn't formally call it that. But your biggest getting down to what your gifts are is that you are extremely intuitive and you are constant. You're constantly walking the talk of integrity and truth, always getting at the truth. You're okay with being uncomfortable and looking at the truth because that's what it takes sometimes. And your ability to analyze the details of our stories bring us to the truth in such a way that we understand it. and we all know the truth when we hear it. right? So this is the point that we're at right now, and uh, yeah, so for all of our listeners, you're going to see that story unfold through our future episodes. So Susan, I think you want to say a a thing or two about my background.
1: Please. Well, I think I'm going to watch, listen to the show coming up, because this is about to get exciting. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe you should tell your own story. It will create more excitement. My God, you're really good at it. Um, uh, You know, Tina, I've known you, like our kids are in kindergarten, right? So we're in kindergarten together. And that was many years. That was 16 years ago that they started kindergarten. So you know, and it's funny because I decided to jump into getting involved in the school, and I needed girlfriends at that time because I went from very single to very stepmom. So, you know, and there comes a point where it's like you need your girlfriends again, and I was in a very difficult time at that time because I went from being single and very social, all the S's, to you know, stepmom and by myself and that was not me so i i remember my husband gave me a bit of a wake up call by asking me a simple question like just tell me what i need to do to make you happy because anything i did just didn't work right because i wasn't happy i needed friends right mm-hmm. and that's when i decided to you know go and you know befriend the moms in the class even though i was a stepmom but anyway that was when i got a call from carla she had said well one of the moms are having a party I didn't know it was a happy-to-be-divorced party, but it was good. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, yeah, it was a so great fun. reason to have a party. And I remember walking in for the first time, and talking about vulnerable because, you know, I'm not like one of the moms. There was nobody divorced in that class, right? And here I am walking in, and everybody knows the backstory of that, right? And so anyway, and I remember going into the kitchen and saying to you, I'm so sorry to hear about you know what happened, and you're like, don't be sorry, man. That's what this party is for. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, man, I like this chick. I'm like, geez, I love her. She's not a victim. Like my, my God, yeah, let's party. And I remember you. This is gonna be funny when I say it because I don't know if you remember details, but I remember details because I always analyze why things happen, right? And without judgment, right? And I remember we started in the guise of love. You came over to my house because I said to you, I'm gonna start introducing you to all of Kevin's friends. Yes. So we started out that way, which is incredible. Because to me, it's like, oh my God, you are you are so like eligible, you are so sought after and the type of woman that you are, you know. And one thing about you is that it wasn't thing that really impressed me, and that I really had a hard time you know, finding different women like that at that time here in Montreal, not in Asia, it was successful women that um, just went and did what they needed to do to make things happen and bring in anything they wanted in their life. Mm-hmm. And there's no time wasted. Right. And, and, And yes, we probably waste a lot. My husband says we waste a lot of time sitting there talking about saving the world for five, six hours online. I mean, what have you guys done? Well, we have all the solutions to save the world now, but that happens every single night. (laughs) Because you and I, one of the things about you that I've always stayed committed to is your ability to find solutions. Like you and I are addicted to the solutions mindset. So you and I can go into talks for hours and yes. try to find ways of making things happen. And that to me is a great drug, right? Because we never sat there
0: and cried about things, right? No, those were amazing conversations and I remember them as well. And uh, that was our common ground, right? And really it was made by love, right? Yes. And it was so beautiful because,
1: you know, a lot of the circles that are around our area and everything at the school, a lot of these moms are stay-at-home moms. And, you know, there's only so much I could talk about how wonderful our kids are are, and homework. But it was really refreshing to find an equal success-minded woman that also had a child and that can juggle it all and keep everything normal right so it was i mean honestly you've brought a huge success to a business from scratch right you've managed people you've acquired people built teams and your superpower is the amount of energy you have to take charge of absolutely everything (laughs) it's like i just watch you and i don't know how many years i've said to you gosh i'm tired just looking at you i don't know how you do what you do and still smile and look good and um, not crumble. (laughs) Now that is
0: one heck of a tough mindset. Well, that's interesting. You know what they say, in our greatest strength is our greatest weakness, right? But we're going to unpack that in future episodes also, right? Yeah. So that's why I think the great thing
1: about friendships is that how we've helped each other is you were allowed to talk about what bothered you You know, I just let you talk without trying to help you find every single solution, because I know the solution is going to come. And you let me bitch about, you know, the two main things I was going through at that time. You know, it's felt like circular. Yes, because we have to get out of our insanity loop of this, like, resentment. But you just sat there and listened. And, you know, there was one time I think you tried to trick coach me and it worked because you pulled out the Mother of Mercy card. And Mm -hmm. so if you can't do it, pull out a card. (laughs) It's like, oh, Mother Mercy, jeez, yes, yes. So now every time I'm like hardcore appearing to be cruel to people that like to stay in the victim mode, I'm like, Mother Mercy, please just come out because I'm about to cry. (laughs) So yeah, so how you have served me without being perfect, and both of us are not perfect, but how you've served me is me not being a great reader or studier of you know books or anything you have taught me everything you read <laughs> so <laughs> our dinners were like well why should i read she needs to talk through all the stuff she just read i'm learning oh that's a
0: win win <laughs> it was kind of the perfect combination because what better way to integrate what i was reading but then to talk about it because i was so excited about it and a lot of it had to do with personal growth and personal development right everything Right. And you were the perfect listener. And we would just juggle around those ideas, the pros and it was so much fun.
1: Yeah, but actually it served me on so many levels. You were my audiobook. It was great. Why should I listen to an audiobook or read a book outside of having dinner with you? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. So because of all of that, I think um, you know, I mean, I knew in my heart that when you make the big jump, it was not easy. I mean, you you've, it's not like you have sat comfortable. You know, you were born in Newfoundland and you were not surrounded by any success-driven, ambitious mindsets. Like, you weren't surrounded by that. So for you to just know that that is just the cage that you did not want to be in, for you to jump and go into a language. So think about it. Our origins are not that dissimilar.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: You came into a province that you didn't speak the language. It's true. Right? So there were so many commonalities that I knew that, but we're such opposites in people. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: So there had to be a meaning to all that. And now we know the meaning, you know, 16 years later or 15 years later. (laughs) Takes long sometimes, but the whole beautiful thing is that now we have put the pieces of the puzzle together and so when you came and you studied and you, you went right full force, nothing ever stopped you, nobody and nothing ever stopped you from your target of what mm-hmm. you wanted to do,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know, and then, you know, you fell in love and you had a child and then, you know, that's another story in itself, but you know, you never allowed it to crush you, right? Well, a crush what you've achieved, right? Right whatever, however it crushed you, that's gonna come out later. Yes. When a smart, successful woman could look like a dopey cat after like 15 years of really really learning what the hell just happened. But, um, you know, when you came out of it, no one would even think that you had any baggage. Mm-mm. I mean, you have to be a Hollywood actress sometime because honestly, this is ridiculous. <laughs> That's artful, man. That is like a skill that people cannot learn. But at the same time, though, one thing about you is that you are always needing to learn, which Mm -hmm. is beautiful. And it comes a point where you have to make another massive decision to jump and to go towards your dreams. And um, yeah, so when we were having dinner, which we will talk about then, that's when you're life started for real and it's just fascinating how you know you can navigate through your life and still be in charge of it but yet not be in charge of it mm-hmm. but still you have what most people don't so how you achieved it in misery is just fascinating mm-hmm. it's how you can transmute the word misery into powerful success
0: so this is kind of what we're looking at with our backstory, right? So Susan, everything that you said, that was, in you know, as you were talking, I was thinking, oh my God, I had forgotten about that. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Oh my God. Yes. How beautiful. So, you know, for both of us walking down this path together, we knew that we had a higher purpose together, right? And we couldn't even articulate that at the time. But it was just coming out, right? And different things that were happening. And then one night, hey guys, so this is kind of the backstory, the backstory for the Life Makeover show, which is really, as I said in the intro, is a showcase of Life Makeover Collective. And even though at this time, like my goodness, that was how many years ago now? Back in 2018, right? For 2017. 2017, you see how time is just its just almost nonsensical now because it's going at such light speed. So at that time when we were out for your birthday and then we were having a chat over wine and I think it was kind of the culmination of what Kevin had said, your husband had said that we were like talking and solving all the problems of the world and where was it leading? Well, it was leading to this point, right? And this point is that we finally came up with like a quasi system. We wanted to help people from the inside out right and really the inside out is the whole person a balanced person and as you know I love to quote we're looking at the yin and the yang people because we need to look at both all aspects and to be able to help people you know along that journey so I had been online dating because as you brought up how we met is at my divorce party right <laughs> so fast forward 11 years later, a few relationships, but a lot of online dating and uh, what better place to discuss all your misadventures of online dating with your best girlfriend over dinner at her birthday at uh, over a glass of wine. And then I said those fateful words that if I was in charge of a dating website, this is how we would do it. But this is how we would do it from the point of view of trying to bring authenticity and just being tired of all that bad behavior that was up there. And then from there, we didn't know how that road, the direction that that road was going to take, right? So the first part of that road is that we said, okay, so that's an obvious choice. We need to start an online dating website. Well, it's an interesting road to putting together an online dating website, right? So how would you describe, like, from that point, it was like late to 2017 until now, You know, we're still in the process. It's really been an exciting journey and it's about to launch. But how would you describe that road? It's interesting
1: because, I mean, the funny thing is I've never online dated, but I've certainly helped a lot of girlfriends and even guy friends with profiles and how to communicate online with authenticity. So it's not like I've never seen it. But I think we wanted to create a dating platform. It was more, you know, what I was thinking more, because we were talking about personal development, Right? Yes. within the platform to bring like-minded people together who were all passionate about authenticity and taking accountability for life and all that kind of stuff. So to me, I think in my mind, I was thinking we create a personal growth platform that are for singles. Right. And so in my mind, that's how I think because I'm more a life Coach than I am, just love. Love is a major aspect of everything. So even when I life coach or success coach, it all boils down to their love of self anyway. So it doesn't really matter. But, and that's why I think we started Love and Seek Lifestyle at that last year at that time because of yeah. that. Because in the end, it's not about the online dating platform that may be wrong, it's the people going in that need to change the mindset and how they're operating in the world of love. So in my mind, I was always thinking about a personal growth platform, which I ran with right away after we finished that dinner. Oh, my God. I was out there. You know, I don't think before I go, right? So I'm out there telling everybody, yep, yep, we're creating a dating platform. Yep, this love platform is going to be out soon. Yep, oh, yeah, I'm doing Oh, yeah, it's already done. Oh, yeah, yeah, no problem. Because <laughs> I'm not running around the whole continent <laughs> telling people. Yeah, yeah, really. You're cre- Oh, yeah, we're creating a love a love platform. Yeah, for sure, with coaches and everything.
0: You know what? I think we were, and maybe you were more consciously competent than I. And maybe you know. But the thing of it is, is that you rant. This is such a beautiful uh, observation that you just made. In that, you know, the best thing to do when you have an idea is to have to set that intention. And what better way to tell the universe that you're ready for a particular challenge or whatever project that you have than by by going out there, you know, and this kind of illustrates a little bit the differences in our character, right? You're very outgoing. You're more of a feeler than I am a thinker. You just run with it. You run with something and then you think about it. Whereas I've got to think about it and just put all the structures in place before I act on it right? So it's our, the melding of our characters. It was the evolution of love in sync. Also with the original idea that we went into it, that that finally evolved into the Life Makeover Collective, right? So it has been a result of the amazing journey that we've had for the last couple of years. And really the amazing journey that we've had with our lives and the point that we came together Right? And the fact that we are opposites in a lot of ways is really interesting because who would have said that our friendship even would have lasted all of this time? Right? Because we're very, very different. And I know that people look at us sometimes and think, how are those two friends? They are just so different. <laughs> on so many levels, and like you keep saying, I'm like the male version of your husband, right? Uh-huh. Who also has a similar character to me. So just learning how to operate in that dynamic with the level of trust and love between us, knowing that there's something bigger that we're working toward, that has been the journey of the life makeover. Really, yeah, that is what has created life makeover. We tried it last year with Love and
1: Sync Lifestyle, yes, but it wasn't the time because we had our work to do together. Right? Because if I can't do it with my best friend, well, never mind that, because I used to say that about my husband. If I can't coach my husband and get him into a place where he is living his purpose, then I can't call myself a master coach. But then I said, okay, well, that's done. Okay, now my girlfriend, for goodness sake, she's the one in personal development. (laughs) I can't do it with her. Then I cannot, with
0: authenticity and, and with truth, say it. This is so huge. Now, those of us that have been in personal growth for a while, because I credit my whole success in business to personal growth. Yes, I have a lot of strength and perseverance for sure, but I took the principles of personal growth and I applied it a thousand percent and it really helped me in my business. And I grew as a person as well. Of course, you can't help it. But at the same time, in terms of relationships, you know, I was obviously I was divorced and I was having one you know relationship after the other that wasn't working. And also, eventually, I was having issues with my husband or with my husband. With my son. And also in putting together uh, Love in Sync, the business wasn't going as we wanted to. We had initially started off with lifestyle and that didn't work out. So, learning the process of learning how to navigate with that and how you were able to work with me, and yes, to a certain degree, me working with you, but it was unbelievable learning for both of us, right? And what we learned through all of that is really what we bring to the table. If we could work through, the issues, not just of friendship, deep friendship, but also issues of business and money, right? And take a project that we were deeply rooted to and had invested very heavily financially in and decided to take what we had built together and then basically put it to one side and say, we're going to start fresh. Right The fact that we started love and sync a year and a half into it, after having put that money and that time into it and we started love and sync again in a totally different way, that's just, you know, it's an amazing an- analogy of what we were going through as people. Right? So I don't know anybody who's gone through that in a partnership and survived and not just survived, but at our whole new level because of that. And our love and sync that we've developed right now that's about to launch is going to be absolutely kick-ass. Like, we're so excited. And you know what's cool about it, everybody, is the fact that it's flowing. It's not difficult. It's not a grind. Those are the clues that you're in alignment, right? Yeah, things
1: come to you to serve you when you are very specific and clear on who you are, what you want, and why you want it. That's Mm -hmm. it. And so I knew that last year we were not aligned. Do you remember the conversation I had with you? It's so funny because everything is so vivid to me, like everything. Maybe it's because I'm always consciously thinking through things, right? So everything I do, I'm very conscious about why I'm doing it is it good timing and everything? So but I was in Switzerland when I called you about separating from love and sync lifestyle. Yes. and I remember saying to you, I knew it was going to be hurtful. Of course it's hurtful, right? Of course it is. But what can I say? Let's not grind together. <laughs> Let's <laughs> grind by ourselves. or maybe one of us if you know, I, I always think about it this way, right? I always think about it this way. One of us has to walk away to go get the dinghy to save the other one. Mm. Somebody has to go get the dinghy. This ship is sinking, (laughs) right?
0: You know, I remember vaguely that conversation because I remember the outcome more than the words in the conversation. And you have an incredible memory for that for me and your other clients. It's amazing. And it serves us, right? It serves us amazingly, like in this conversation, But I think what was really pivotal in that is that you did not say those words, right? You did not say those words like, I'm doing it for the greater good because this is what's... No, it's just, this is not working, right? We've got to do something and in order to make this work, right? So both of us, even though I felt uncomfortable, I felt rejected. And certainly I wasn't, (laughs) that's not a happy place, And in our friendship and our business relationship until then, even though we had had some issues, we were always in a good place. Then that set me in a little bit of a spin out. Right. And then that was a whole other journey as well. So but what kept me in there is this trust that this is happening for a reason. Right, and that we had to to stay in this together because the outcome of all of it, even though it was difficult, and I felt rejected by the person that was you know the closest to me at the time, and especially you know for me finances are important, and we were tied financially as well. Right, you talk about a test of our friendship. Right, it was just an amazing journey.
1: You know what? What we put the test, and this is how I sort of look back on it because it's easier to look back, but. How I put the test was really not just our friendship. The test was all the work that you did, how you were going to use it. Yes. To get to win from a very dark place. It was, I mean, for me to say to you, the only thing I remember saying to you was we're not aligned. Mm -hmm. We're not aligned and we cannot go into a personal growth platform and think it's going to work. We're not aligned. And I didn't say you were not aligned. I said we were not aligned together with what is expected of this business so it wasn't love and sync it was more the lifestyle we were still in love and sync but yes. i think that was probably one of the most difficult conversations but luckily i didn't stretch it out and try to validate it i think you knew exactly you're a smart woman we don't need to overvalidate it with smart people
0: no i understood
1: yeah Mm-hmm. you know and so but that was the turning point and the thing is it was already starting to go downhill a bit there like you know what i mean I like, i should have done it earlier i should have there there was a point where i knew it was the crossing of that expiry date and i knew that if i let it go even longer that it would just it's not serving anybody especially you for me to hold the truth back from you it wasn't and yes yeah, so the wrath the consequences of the wrath of what comes from that which is your reaction to it emotionally as a person, I knew it was going to come out one way or another. It, it can't not, You know, this is a very impactful period of our life where the only person that you trusted just did something that made you question everything. And so to come back from that questioning is the power of your personal development work that you had to pull in. It's like, get all the armies rolled from all these years of all those books, come back. <laughs> come help me. He has to serve something. (laughs) Isn't that crazy? That was the telling thing of the journey. It wasn't our friendship. It was your journey to reconnecting with who you really were.
0: Yeah. That was really huge. That was one of the most pivotal year of my life as a matter of fact. And, uh, I think this is, you know, as we go through the life makeover collective is that, uh, First of all, we definitely walk the talk in terms of our own development. We've gone through some really difficult times and we've come out obviously on the good side. But also, I think at least for me as well, is that it just shows that the universe always has our back in the sense that, you know, not to stay in victimhood, not to take things too personal. These are all my stuff that I was going through last year. In the last couple of years, actually, not to take things personal and to take it as an opportunity, because in my quest to understand the whole situation, I went off on my own and developed other things in other networks. And it gave me a voice. It set me on the path to you know, Jack Canfield and doing his Train the Trainer program that I'm really grateful for and that's still ongoing, as well as becoming recently accredited as a passion test facilitator. And I don't think all of those things would have happened, and I would not have necessarily even developed my own voice in the personal development sphere if I hadn't gone off on my own right? Because whether we realize it consciously or not, sometimes we're in a situation where we're kind of maybe borrowing a little bit on somebody else's strength, which means we're not looking, not diving deep within ourselves to get certain lessons and uh, to help develop ourselves in other ways, and especially to question ourselves. And, um, you know, a little bit of a spoiler alert, you guys, you know, we're going to talk about that. And that's going to come out one of, I think, Our greatest lessons in life is that we are all one. And what I'm going through, what you're going through, Susan, is often what other people out there are going through. And just us bringing up these different situations, I'm sure there's a lot of people out there that can resonate with that. And one of the spoiler alerts is that for me, I'm just a total perfectionist, right? And I never really own that in a good way. You know what I mean? But one good thing about it is trying to get to the depth, and you said that earlier, of trying to understand things.
1: Yeah, because last year, I even remember the conversation we had, and I remember exactly where I was standing, where it was the pivotal moment, I think. Um, The pivotal moment was when um, last year, it was in September, I remember, because I remember the day, I remember what event I was at. And we started with the agreement, but all agreements are only valid at that moment, (laughs) Because in personal growth, we grow and we change. So therefore, don't hold on to it, right? That's my model in personal development. But I remember we made the agreement that I was going to focus on the in and you were going to focus on the out, even though I knew that it cannot be separated. But anyways, whatever makes you happy, okay? (laughs) (laughs) But I remember the moment when you decided you want to go into the coaching side and you were probably struggling with a lot of guilt for a long time that you wanted to dive into the area I was in. But I don't own that area. So, But the thing is, you never thought about the fact that I don't own that area, right? And I remember you calling me, and I was in Toronto. It was in September. I was standing on a parking lot because I wanted to go to McDonald's and get my freaking egg muffin with sausage, but I'm still standing out there talking to you. Because you're saying, oh, I don't know if I should do the Jack Canfield, whatever, the program. That was when you had, you know, and I said, well, why not? Go do it. It's been your dream, Always. Like what but you know, you, you're doing that part. No, I don't own
0: that part. Yeah. I remember that. I remember that. And uh, you know, there's something beautiful about talking about something like this to someone that you really trust and can understand the whole bigger picture. And then it's almost in a way, and this is kind of difficult for me to say as well, almost in a way, like getting permission. Yeah. Permission to myself. It's like my own voice talking back to me. It's not that I need you to tell me anything. You know what I mean? But it's like you're echoing what I'm, yeah, that's right. Okay, somebody <laughs> else said it, you know, and this kind of confirmed everything because it felt right. It felt like the truth. Yeah.
1: And so that's why I knew the only thing I knew, I didn't know how is everything was going to unravel to this day with Life Makeover Collective. But one thing I've always lived by is truth will always win. No matter what, it's painful, but it will always win. That's the only way trust can be attained, the painful truth. Delivered with love. That's the part that needs to be educated. Yeah. But we have to, like Vivian says, a friend of ours, Vivian says, I have foot in mouth disease. Yeah, gotta cure the disease to be able to bring it back to a balance of what is free, what's not, right? But yeah, I mean, it, this is beautiful. Like honestly, the, this is why I know Life Makeover Collective will help millions, millions of women be able to articulate their greatest pain.
0: Mm-hmm. Which is their story, right? That's a large part of it for me is really illustrating these powerful women, and we're all powerful in our own way, illustrating their stories. First of all, helping get dive deep into what the story is exactly, what have they lived through. And like for me, for example, I didn't realize one of my most powerful stories was my relationship with and you know, being as successful how, how as I was, how I got trapped into a relationship with a narcissistic husband, and realizing afterwards I wasn't really trapped after all, right? And that it was serving a purpose for me, right? And that was really difficult for me to go through. So, you know, we all have our own stories like that. And when you can really, as you said, articulate is the best word for it, but not just articulate it, really understand how it served you right? And that the fact that we're all evolving and just all the time and we're uncovering layers of us as we go through life, just like you are, right? Just like life makeover and our projects together are evolving and uh, leaving yourself open to that and participating and being open to the fact, and this is one of my biggest life lessons in our process in the last two years, Susan, is that I finally realized and acknowledged and owned the fact that I don't know everything and that Somebody else can know something about me that I can't see. In other words, I really know that there's things I can't see. And that's what Life Makeover is for, to help people, you know, to get that, that realize that we can't see what we can't see. We don't see what we don't see.
1: Yeah, there's too much of a false belief or limiting belief that life is complicated, right? We have to switch that mindset around living Mm -hmm. with simplicity. There's nothing that you've presented to me that's complicated. Mm -hmm. No, it's true. And we need to teach women, particularly, how to bring simplicity back to the heart. And translating the heart language is probably the most difficult thing to do.
0: So, with Life Makeover Collective, you know, what I'm really, really excited about is that I have been living it with you for the last couple of years. And the impact on me and my life has just been so amazing. And the fact that you've become like a master at doing this with the laser coaching and helping people get simply and easily to what is the heart of the matter, you know, get it out in the open, articulate it and be able to move forward, feel free and empowered to move forward and make some clear decisions for them in their lives. That's what I'm hugely excited about. And even more so with, the Life Makeover Show, where we're going to be taking these women who have had these shifts, these major shifts in their lives, featuring them on the show, and giving them an opportunity to articulate it, which means they're even even more going to be able to integrate it and use it in their daily lives. And the secondary effect is going to be the impact on other women that are going to be listening to the show. Yes, You talk about an amazing ripple effect. I love the ripple effect and which can maybe bring in more women for sure into the Life Makeover Collective because it is that impactful. It is that life-changing and it's going to impact not just the women that are involved in this and people that are listening, but the relationships around us, right? our friends, our co-workers, you know, our other family members. This is such a beautiful project and it's really the heart yeah. of what we had originally set out to do, you and yeah. I. In our
1: original I is, is what's going to get the benefit of this. It's the next generation in the future is going to get the benefit of this. That's the ultimate vision. It's creating the collective consciousness to move forward with the teachings to go and be through osmosis, hit our children so that they can carry it forward. It's not up to us to carry it forward.
0: Absolutely. So to kind of clue things off right now, Susan, going forward, like what would you say to anybody that's potentially interested in listening to the show? Like who is this show ultimately for? Like we talked a lot about women, but is it only for women really?
1: No, it's not only for women, but I think that women struggle more with the ability to achieve clarity because of the nurturing nature of what women go through in life with being a parent, with being a spouse, and taking care of everything, trying to have a career at the same time, and the home. And it's like we have a tendency to multitask and be... You know, rip from one goal to another because we're focusing on making sure that everybody else is okay. So by the time we have to think about clarity, because clarity is tied to ourself and our truth. If you've never really looked at it in so long, it's going to be challenging, so therefore you just it's hard to get clarity. Unless somebody stops you from the story and helps you redefine, and like you said yesterday on the webinar, reframe the story. And that is an education in itself so it is for women that only want the most beautiful life especially women in their 40s when you hit middle age right that's when things you start thinking about what about the rest of my life now there's no time to waste time becomes very valuable and so what i think anybody needs to apply life strategies you know in their everyday Operation, right? And the more you can do that, the more you can realize and create the life you want faster without going in that hamster wheel. And so, by doing it with women, by helping women, I think the men will benefit indirectly and directly. So, I've always worked with men, I've spent my life working with men. So, I don't need to work with them anymore. I think now it's time to be me. I am a woman, I'm not a man. You wouldn't know that was my husband, though, because he's cooked. I'm always telling him, stop being a crybaby.
0: (laughs) So guys, please subscribe, rate and review, and come along for the fun ride that you're going to have with The Life Makeover Show. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you, everyone. Thanks, Thanks, Tina. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of The Life Makeover Podcast. If you enjoyed what you heard today, please share it with a friend. And if you haven't already subscribe rate and review the show on your favorite podcast player we really value your opinion so please feel free to send us your questions comments or feedback you can find out more about tina jesso and susan hum and the life makeover show podcast at www.lifemakeovercollective.com thank you for listening